0: Rebecca, and
1: I'm Caroline, and this is the Honestly Fair Podcast. Woo! This, this week we're going to do a subject question mark. Ooh. It's going to be interesting, and we're going to start off with our first segment, as usual. What are we drinking, what Rebecca? You, oh, you want to start? Wanna start, this start. Time, yeah. Well, Caroline was in charge of going
0: to the LCBO for me, and told her to go get me a Pinot. What do you think? Just yeah. a Pinot. Mm-hmm. And she got me Nest, a 2016 wine, uh, quite aged. <laughs> it's I've got a whole year. <laughs> All year. And I, I, it's um made in Kingsville.
1: Mm.
0: And it's really good. Mm. Like I usually don't like sweet reds, but this is a nice one. Highly suggest.
1: And I'm drinking the cheapest wine <laughs> I could find. Santa Carolina chili. It's a chili wine. It's from it's a Savant Blanc. It's from 2017. It's not the worst. I can tell well, you what it
0: says. 2015 New World Winery of the Year. Wow. Oh, claim look to at that. It's claim got a to fame. Mm,
1: it's okay. It's, it's good. It has alcohol in it, so that's good. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I I picked this I, I picked this topic this week. Yeah. I don't know. I was kind of thinking about like the difference in how you treat subjects within works mm-hmm. and like how artists approach different subjects. And yeah, all that jazz. Well, it, that it's jazz. weird that you
0: picked it this week because, like, my project that I'm working on this week, like, we'll get
1: into it, but it has to do a lot with subject. Hmm. Well, I think I was thinking about the project that you were working on, and I again was kind of thinking about the differences between our practices and how yeah. you choose subjects to drive some of your works, and whereas I work as one continual subject, kind of. Yeah. So you want to talk about your subject, or do you want to do? You want to start with your. Well, I was just going to start with kind of in general, just to kind of flesh out, like, what we mean well, oh, when Oh, wh- what say, we mean by a subject? Yeah. Not like, I took
0: geography in third grade. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I was... I, like, just looked up a definition quickly, was, and it's just, like, a person or thing that is being discussed. So, within art, I think, like, there's a literal physical object, like, subject that can be... Yeah. Things. So, like, when
0: you're in high school and your teachers, like, um, make sure that you're positive and negative space are good so like the subject would be the positive space and the background is the negative space. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like I think subject can also kind of apply to like the con. like to push that further is like in conceptual art the subject mm, yeah. can be the sensation. whole piece. Yeah. And it can be sensation or it can be um It could be really anything. It could be super abstract. Yeah. The more I thought about subject, the more it got weird to think about. Yeah. Subject
0: is a really... And I think identifying a subject is really hard in contemporary art as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it really shrinks down the work. And sometimes identifying a subject is really helpful. Sometimes identifying a subject is really, like, demeaning to the work. Like, I'm trying Mm to think of... I always think of Diane Borissato's... And this is what I'm thinking about with my practice... um, The piece where she makes her dad um, do keep up with Mm -hmm. the world. And it's like, it it just films her, she just films her dad playing keep up with this soccer ball that has like the globe Mm -hmm. on it. And it's really interesting, like the interactions between her and her dad and her dad as a subject and like also the artist as Mm -hmm. a subject because she's talking to her dad trying to like get him to keep playing keep up and like to motivate him to complete this artwork for her. And it's kind of like
1: this weird dynamic where like Mm -hmm. she's in charge, but it's her dad. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, subjects, yeah. Subjects interesting because it's not just, like, what is in the piece, but also... The intent behind the piece. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And also, like, kind of the viewer as well. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you kind of... Subject also implies, like, who is also experiencing the piece, yeah. I feel like. So, like, your subject... You choose a subject because you want it... Because you're interested in it, hopefully. <laughs> and... uh like maybe. Yeah, like, maybe. And then you kind of want to execute it in a way, and then you have to accept that, like, there's a certain way that your ch- subject is going to interact with the viewer as well. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like what I'm saying? what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and I so I was that. thinking of, like, more, um, like, I was thinking of works that kind of challenge, like, what is subject as, like, color mm-hmm. field paintings, which is, like, the subject is the color. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, Barnett Newman and, like, I wrote down, um, Rothko was pretty everybody knows Rothko but what is Rothko's know. subject oh depression and no Rothko is the color fields we just like they're oh the different. color fields
0: are his subject
1: yeah so the color is the subject right the color of the, the work is the color and like the experience of the color mm. and like your visceral reaction it's like through the color yeah so it's like similar like abstract expression where it's like it's That's about true. the paint but I feel like color field painting is like about the color yeah, so the subject about the mixing is, of the paint yeah, yeah so the subject is color and your reaction color yeah. and almost like Painting like, Gerhard Richter is, like, the, the subject is a gesture.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm, we'll put a link in the show notes to Gerhard Richter just, like, sliding that big yeah. squeegee across. Oh, nothing's more satisfying Sub-sexual. than that. <laughs> Sub- sensual. No, I watched that documentary, and I just, like, stared at mm-hmm. it. I think I replayed that scene a whole bunch of times.
1: Yeah, I think painting's interesting, too, because, like, it has such an easy traditional subject to identify, mm-hmm. which is, like, oil painting, still life, like, yeah. very easy to identify. Bowl of fruit. Mother Mary and the Jesus looks like, very easy <laughs> very easy but I think um, thinking of like minimalist painters and like pe- a lot of art that people are like that's dumb or Yeah, it's, like, well, it's I just got a the, challenging the people,
0: subject. No, but I think that people see that as that's dumb because the, the subject isn't easily identifiable mm-hmm. and people reject something that they don't know or reject something that's strange so like oh, I'm trying to think of a work that you don't really know the subject Well, Will William Wegman's like stomach song. Like the subject (laughs) is literally the face and his stomach.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> a good one. Yeah, that's a good example. I, I also remember, I will link the name in the show notes because I've forgotten the name. It'll take me a while to find. But there was this uh, guy who did a set of paintings which were like these pink kind of slotchy paintings and they were paintings of the inside of your eyes when you close oh, your eyes. I hate that. It was so funny. It was so good. Oh, man. That's awesome. I loved it. It was so funny. But was like, so annoying to paint. Yeah, you I know. just right? your eyes closed the whole time. Yeah, but it's such an interesting subject, right? Oh, yeah, because it's awesome. such a subjective but universal experience. Yeah. So anyway, stuff like that. I I think think that's what really successful art is. Subjective,
0: but universal experience. I think we talked about that form process or something.
1: Yeah, there's definitely some overlap with this, and I think, like, autobiographical as well. Autobiographical, yeah. Yeah, it's more like a specific subject, but I kind of want to talk about subject as like a larger thing, because I also think people think if they don't get the subject of a piece, they don't get the piece. But you can miss the subject of a Mm -hmm. piece, but still appreciate the work and understand the work. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I think sometimes identifying the subject, like, really shrinks the work down. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to think, I was trying to think, I don't know if you know any, I couldn't think of anything, mm-hmm. of, like, a piece that the point of it is, like, you, I guess all abstraction to a sense is, like, you don't know what the subject is. Like, the point is that there's no subject. Like, is, is that possible? Like, can you um, get a piece without a what subject? What about um, Michael Snow's long
0: Zoom piece with the Beatles playing in the background? Window, mm, I don't think I've seen that one, but you've 100% seen this one. It's just like this witness? long zoom on these windows in this mm-hmm. room, and it's just the Beatles playing, and that's it. Hmm,
1: I haven't seen that. I don't that's think good. so. But do you think that doesn't have a subject? It could be Beatles the room, it could be the song. It was yeah. just
0: about like the long,
1: like long.
0: slow looking, long work. <laughs>
1: I guess it's fine, because he's, he's older, so he can do something. Well, that looking. was
0: one of the first, like, it was yeah. just, like, this long, long zoom, and it was, like, mm-hmm. super
1: meditative. And really, like, cutting edge for video back mm-hmm. then, right? Yeah. I think meditative works is probably as close mm-hmm. as you can get to, like, a non-subject, where if the subject is supposed to be the viewer's experience, which is, like...
0: Yeah, I think maybe performance works or happenings. They lack a subject because the subject changes depending on the audience. Mm-hmm. Like so, the audience is the subject. Really? Mm-hmm. So like food works. Like uh, who's that person that makes soup for everybody in the gallery? Oh yeah, I can't remember who that. Is. Well, we'll put them in the show notes. But yeah, uh, yeah that person who makes. Soup in
1: the gallery, mm-hmm. so like
0: that. That kind of lacks the subject, I guess. Like the subject is like the cultural movement, but that's such a loose, abstract subject.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's like a difference too. I think people get frustrated when they can't identify like a concrete subject versus mm-hmm. like a abstract concept. Yeah, or like metaphorical subject, or like a subject that's a sensation. So like you experience it, and I think meditative kind of yeah. like, like your experience of the piece is to like meditate and like experience yourself, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Maybe. What about the
0: spiral in the ocean? Does that. Spiral back jetty? A sub- yeah, spiral jetty. Does that lack a subject?
1: Mm, I think spiral jetties, the subject is. The earth? The earth. Like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what funny about to say, but like. Tilted earth. arc. Tilted arc? That's about disruption of space. Like, the subject is space. The subject is space? Yeah. It, that's hard. Like, you're uh, moving within a space. I'm just right? going to throw it somewhere. <laughs> Meet Joy. Meet <laughs> <laughs> Joy. Uh...
0: The subject is chicken.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sex and chicken. Sex and chicken. We'll link all these videos. Like,
0: for for the artists out there, they're, like, mm-hmm. giggling along. Well, artists that went to Guelph and had the same undergraduate course, because, like, mm-hmm. these are the... Every, I feel like every undergrad course has, mm-hmm. like, the same, like, little um, portfolio that they draw from. Mm-hmm. Like, someone who goes to York may know, like, Cindy Sherman really well, yeah. or someone who goes to Guelph really knows... Shirley
1: Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Schneeman? 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 Yeah. Schneeman? Schneeman? The vagina scroll. I know we say Yeah, started. vagina That's... scroll and meat joy. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think video art pushes subject in an interesting way as well. Like, mm-hmm. uh, we've talked about a lot of videos, and I hadn't really thought about video that much. I think about video and the subject a lot. Yeah, I
0: started my video using examples of. Carolee Schneeman and Carolee,
1: Car, Car- Oh God, Carolee Schneeman. Schnee. I I think it's Carolee. I think it's Car. It's C A R O L E E. Yeah, that's okay. how it's spelled. Well, I'm pretty sure. I just looked at her name today. I'm well, Carolee. Sure <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, I looked at Will Wegman and kind of like early video artists who kind of turned who turned the camera on themselves. Oh shit, who's that? Um... Japanese artist, uh, he did the punch clock thing, he's like the Namjoon Pike, mm, mm-hmm. is he Japanese or he's he's Asian, for sure,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I he might be Japanese, might be Filipino, can't remember, mm. but um, they turned the camera on themselves because no one else was willing to perform, mm-hmm. right, and then you have video artists later, and then, um, oh shoot, who did Seedbed? Vito Konchi. Vito Konchi followed people in the street, like I think that mm-hmm. the artists... Filming themselves is really interesting because you get to control your whole performance mm-hmm. and it doesn't become so much about you as it becomes about the action. So, the subject is the action that you don't want to like hire a supermodel, like, you don't want Andy Warhol in your thing unless it's about Andy Warhol eating a hamburger, like, mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm.
1: I guess also, well, I'm thinking, I guess ours experience it can also be a subject, like, I guess yeah, that could sure. also be teased in, like, could also be compounded into that work like if he's doing the time clock like it's kind of about Namjoon Pike Yeah, Namjoon Pike was doing the well, It's about the commitment. Yeah, and but is it his, his experience like going into the studio too, right? Like about him being there and
0: Well, it, the he took it to like the extremes. Like Namjoon mm-hmm. Pike, I, what is it? Was it every half hour? He'd have to punch in. Or is it every hour?
1: I don't remember the exact Okay, So it was it just was either was,
0: just e- 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 it was either every half hour, or every hour he'd have to punch in. So he'd go over to the time clock, punch in, and he was stuck in this room. So like he could, I think he could like run to the corner store, but he had to get people to like bring him food because he'd have to come back and punch in, and it was mm. about like his commitment to like the artist lifestyle, and he didn't get any like REM sleep for like a whole year because <laughs> he'd have to wake up every hour, every half hour. I can't I can't remember which one it was. Uses. Um, but another couple, maybe it was an MJ Pike too, who tied himself to his partner. Oh, I think that wasn't. And yeah. by the end of yeah. the yeah. experiment, tied himself they, to the
1: woman, right? Yeah, tied, yeah, they
0: they were dating at the beginning. Oh, they were partners. Okay. And uh, by the end of it, they had broken up. That's awkward. Well, you you would like you mm-hmm. can't pee, and it was like a foot of rope. Yeah, they tied their hands and their feet together. I thought it was just their waists, but
1: Maybe. I don't remember.
0: It might have just been their waists. Yeah, but it's just about like living in the studio and living with another human being. Like it becomes the lifestyle, is the subject.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The lifestyle of the artist.
1: Yeah,
0: but his was mostly about endurance. I feel like the time clock piece. The time yeah. clock pieces. Definitely. talking about endurance he also like lived home. he was homeless for like a month or a uh, year Like I think he was homeless for a year as like a part of his art practice or just yeah he, he was homeless no he was homeless for a year
1: that's as a part crazy. of his art practice that's crazy
0: I, I want to say it was June Pike because I'm picturing the same like black and white video you know mm-hmm. it's the same aesthetic if it's not him yeah I'll post
1: these pieces yeah I had forgotten about I mean like I didn't really study his work that much but yeah but I'm a video, video human. person yeah
0: No, and I think using the artist as a subject, it becomes more about the artist's intention and less about the actual subject.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then the subject becomes the artist's intention. Whereas, like, if I had hired an actor to do this, then it'd be an Mm -hmm. idealized version of blah, 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 blah. Like, if you hire an actor, it adds another level to it. But if you use yourself as a material, then it's easier, I find.
1: Yeah.
0: Also, like, I do a bunch of gross shit, and I don't want to subject other people to my bunch of gross shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: True. Do you think using the artist, like, within your work makes the work more like, relatable? I don't know. I don't know if
0: it makes it more relatable. I think it might make it less accessible because it's maybe more pretentious. Yeah, maybe. That's a thing that I get. Um, I actually don't... Like, I like being a performance artist, um, but I don't like... At openings, how people can identify me.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the worst. But <laughs> like, I almost
0: like want to wear sunglasses or something. Like mm-hmm. I like looking at other people, like observing me. Yeah. and I think that that is also really beneficial, like getting to see. Like, how your actions make
1: other people feel. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's what my work's about. Yeah. And there's also an issue because it's, like, when you are in the work, then your work is automatically tied to you as well. Like, you can't But your work is already a... tied to you. Yeah, but I feel like if you use a model, it's, like... But if you a use boom. a model, then it's
0: also their work. Like, I want to... You know, like, how some people bake from scratch? Mm-hmm. Like, as an artist, I feel like if I hire a model that's, like, going to the grocery store and buying, like, cake mix... <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I'm, right? Like, I'm, like, the more raw, like, less prepared version.
1: <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I, I guess it's, like, I, I, again, I always think in forms of, like, painting and stuff. So, to me, it's, like, using... I think in forms of baking. I think in <laughs> forms of baking. It's probably a lot more interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, when um, I use
1: my linseed oil, yeah. I don't do... And I'm, like, well, I fucking crack an egg. <laughs> Well, I feel like when an artist is in the work, like they have a, an idea of like the way that work should be executed, where it's like as the model they can manipulate but it
0: more. As, as like, an, an artist, objective. you can make kind of
1: mistakes of. along the way and decide to embrace or reject those mistakes. Mm. So, like, um,
0: but when you're using a model, you're watching the mistakes happening and you're cringing because you can't react to it real time. Mm. And same thing, like cake mix like you can't it's already there but like if i'm making my own then i'm like oh my gosh i can add a little bit more flour or this is too watery hmm i wonder how this is going to turn out like and you experiment and you change and you Mm kind of jive with it but like if you have an actor you can't like pause the video like i do one shots Mm -hmm. you can't pause the video and be like oh actually could you do this Mm -hmm. and they're already half covered in vaseline Mm -hmm. like there's no going back yeah or they're already half dyed purple like Mm -hmm. like the shit that i do it's like it's about making a permanent change like in one singular action Mm-hmm. Not a permanent change, but a change.
1: Yeah.
0: Being slapped with a chicken. Like, that was really hard to reshoot because my face was already red. Like, I don't know if you you were there for that. I had to slap my other cheek so mm-hmm. that it looked like, because we had to reshoot it. And, yeah. like, I had to make sure that it just looked like I was rosy and not just, like, fresh slapped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, again, like, Andrea was another artist, and she was slapping me with the chicken, and then the chicken fell off. And me, as the artist, looked down at it, and that was a perfect time to edit end the video mm-hmm. so like that mm-hmm. wouldn't have happened with the actor like maybe the actor wouldn't have known like this will look so cool like I know the intent of the video like I know it inside and out
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So. True. so that's an artist as a subject but you want to talk mm-hmm. about like using inanimate objects as a subject
1: Uh we could I was just gonna ask another question though because yeah. like I know so like Ooh, look at the legs on these wine. yeah I know it's a good one oh. Um, I'm thinking of, like, um, Marina Abramovich, and she oh uses God, actresses, and, like, well, not actresses, but she uses other people within her But the fact works. that she
0: used her other people, she was highly criticized for. It
1: mm-hmm. Because
0: Yoko Ono redid cut piece as, like, an 80-year-old woman, mm-hmm. or however old she was. Maybe she was 60, actually. I don't mm-hmm. think Yoko Ono's... Even eighty yet, um, but uh, Marina Abramovic when because she was older, she didn't do that piece where she stood naked with another man. Mm-hmm. Like she just hired these beautiful actresses to do it, and mm-hmm. I think that that's
1: a cop out. Yeah, I think if if it's your piece and you did it the mm-hmm. first time, why you and I understand. But is, is she important as a subject within that piece, though? That's why well, I think question. when you're recreating a piece, hiring an actress is a decision. Mm-hmm. But recreating it with the original actress or the original model, which was mm-hmm. her makes more sense. Yeah, I guess it does imply if you replace yourself with, like, yeah. a more beautiful person is, yeah. like, you want there's a so more ideal Yeah, there's so many idealized... social
0: implications there. And, like, yeah.
1: I get that she was busy, like, sitting and stuff, but, like, you
0: should have hired someone your age then.
1: Mm-hmm. Or someone who looked like you, someone I guess. Who, well,
0: not even someone who looked like you, but I think that age has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Because she hired all young people. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of young people doing a lot of, like, nude stuff, but I find it much more interesting... When people are older or people with different body types do it. Because, like, I'm tired of seeing the same old bullshit. And I don't want to see the same old bullshit at the moment, too. Yeah. Marina mm-hmm. Bramovic, Listen to this pot. I'm totally kidding, Jill. <laughs> Never.
1: Um, but, yeah, I guess we can move on to... Because that was basically my only question. Um, Move on to, like, object subjects, which is what I've been working on. Mm-hmm. But... um. Yeah, I don't really. I think I need more questions. I can't just like spin off. I don't know what to say. Well, for Uh, you, like the
0: way that I like object oriented ontology (laughs) buzzword,
1: buzzword, buzzword. buzzword, Object oriented ontology. Am I (laughs) in crit? Am I in
0: crit right now? (laughs) No, but um, for you, like you're really personifying Mm -hmm. your subject. So, like, what's it? What isn't it for you? Like, why don't you just use people dancing? Like, why do you use Mm -hmm. couches dancing versus people? Like, why do you find it? Is it more interesting? Is it more dynamic? Like, anything people would be more
1: dynamic as a subject. I think objects are more interesting because they're um, dictating space while people don't realize they're dictating space, or like they have more specific to furniture though. I mean, it can be specific to any. You can choose any. Yeah, like you're not wrong. Any object can do that, but I think furniture is interesting because of the scale, right? Like furniture Mm. is it's made to people scale. Yes, it's people scale. People so scale. Like, the technical term. Yeah, and furniture has a long history of being personified. And I was actually reading this really interesting thing about because I was doing, and a lot of my practice is informed by painting and like the the kind of like references to painting. So like choosing a subject you, in painting, you need to paint a thing. So mm-hmm. you choose a thing and you a paint of it. Fruit bull fruit whatever and so I was reading this kind of interesting thing where she's talking about like the tradition of oil painting which is greatly informed by um, it was a, reading John Berger's ways of seeing talking about oil painting and how the tradition the medium has been shaped by commercialism because when it was so merchants wanted lots of big fancy paintings, oil paintings in particular, to decorate their homes because it was a commodity. And oil painting lend itself specifically to being able to render objects as their most, like, tactile being, right? Because you can Mm. make really realistic things in oil paint. It's a lot easier. So it was interesting to think of oil painting in itself as a medium that is made to display the wealth of commodity. So commodity itself is itself It's kind tied, of a luscious thing, too. Yeah, it's like paint. a luscious, it's like immediately tied, the medium itself is tied to commodity. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was very interesting, because I never well, really thought about that. Well, think about, like, paint put into tubes and, like, instead mm-hmm. of, like, and then it being removed
0: and commercialized and mass-produced. Mm-hmm. Like, I see it as a commodity.
1: Mm-hmm. I just never really thought of the historical angle and, like, the idea that, like, as... Uh, oil painting got like more traction and got more popular is because merchants wanted it to display mm-hmm. their luscious like the stuff they had and like well I know a lot kind of... of merchants would paint pictures of their family to like mm-hmm.
0: advertise their their um their wealth and their wealth no and their
1: um guilds mm-hmm. yeah display their guilds and stuff anyway um yeah I think i mean object su- subject is pretty like, straightforward. Most people don't get confused about an object subject because it's, like... Yeah. It's physical, it's easy to see, it's easy to dictate, but I think, um, more conceptual subjects are harder. Well, for me, like, like,
0: um, I was doing an object subject, I did, uh, I took some pictures of, um, the produce section of the grocery store, Mm -hmm. and I tried, like, abstracting it, Mm -hmm. and I feel like abstracting a subject is
1: more interesting for me than drawing from the subject from real life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well but in, it's about also I think about choosing a subject and then interpretation almost true like how you interpret the grocery store how I interpret the furniture mm-hmm. it means something to Different each to each artist yeah it's about like breaking space or like reimagining a space and reimagining mm-hmm. something that's familiar well I think that's the artist's job to like mm-hmm. break down what
0: we see every day or break down what we don't see every day And present it in a consumable fashion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or a fashion that is hard to consume, which makes it funny to watch
1: people try and watch it. Mm. Consumption. Um, I can't remember. I had another question. Mm -hmm. I had the question, which was just knowing the subject integral to the work of art. No. I think it's so much fun when you don't
0: know the subject. Like, yeah. I never read the description before I go up to something. Mm-hmm. I try and guess. And that was yeah. my dad's favorite game to play when we go to a gallery. He'd be like, mm-hmm. what do you think this is about? And I'd look at it, and uh, I'd be like, I think it's about mountains. And then we go up, and we'd be like, fuck, it's an ocean. <laughs> 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 like, Lawrence Harris stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. I'm pouring another glass of wine. Um, <laughs> I don't know if the might pick that up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that... I think that the viewer's interpretation of the subject is equally as important as the artist's intention of the subject. So if I were to draw a dog, but everybody said it looked more like a cat, I think that is far more interesting than a well-drawn dog, if that makes sense. Because like the attitude of a drawing can change the way that people see things. I think bad drawings are more interesting that way too, because mm-hmm. like, you're like, is this a peach? Is this a pear? Is this an apple? Is it a pineapple? Who knows? Like, mm-hmm. and then each person has their own interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I think it's I think it's more fun to approach something without knowing the subject for sure.
1: Yeah, and it makes it open mm-hmm. to more possibilities and yeah. more interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think subject is like. Um, It's nice when you can figure it out, but it's also nice to not know. know? Well, I feel like like it's, like, like you're winning a little lottery. Yeah. Like, it's an ocean. Yes. (laughs) I guess that's what frustrates people a lot. Oh, yeah. like, contemporary art. I think that's the difference
0: between curious minds and passive minds. Mm -hmm. True. Like, my dad is not an artist. Mm -hmm. And I have friends that aren't artists, and they love doing that. Mm -hmm. Like, being, like, tilting their head sideways and being, like what is it? Is it an optical illusion? And they move back and forth from the painting, back and forth from the painting and then they're like, oh my God, it is an optical illusion or no, it's just a drawing of a kid. Like, yeah. It's mm-hmm.
1: it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just one, of my I can't think of anything else to throw on that. Um, so yeah, so I, I I guess my question, I had more questions for you than thinking ah. about subject because I was interested in like why you chose, because I know you chose two subjects that are like within your own life it's like, why you choose oh, your Oh, yeah, subjects. super personal.
0: Um, so, I guess let's um, open with, uh, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. I did a project, uh, Sit and Sew, with my nunna who, um, a story that she tells all the time now that she has dementia is mm-hmm. when she first started working in Canada, she came here, she didn't know a drop of English. She sat down at the GM, no, the Chrysler plant, and they said to her, Sit and Sew, and she had no idea what that meant. And then she eventually, they figured it out, and she sat and she sewed. She made friends with all these Polish ladies. Now she knows random phrases in Polish. Polish. She's very happy about it. But that's a story that she used to tell a lot when her dementia was first setting on. Um, And I have a very, like, complex relationship with my nana. Hi, dad. (laughs) My dad's mom. Uh, And, um, yeah, so I I like exploring that. I like exploring, like, um she didn't want to pass on any traditions to me and my sisters because she didn't like me and my sisters, but we still have a really strong connection to our Italian heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't, like, I'm anxious about losing it. I think my sisters are anxious about losing it. Like, my one sister's learning Italian. I might start learning Italian, too. Like, it, it really just ties to who you are, and I think, like, the trauma of growing up with, like, a mildly abusive Nuna, who's supposed to be like um, a nurturing figure, is like really changes your understanding. And the fact that she's become so sweet and docile now mm-hmm. is just um, like I want to interact with her more. But I went home um, not yesterday, but the day before, and I was going to record her talking about how to make orcheta, which is this um, tiny pass that looks like hats. We called them hats when we were little. Um, and she loves telling how to pe- us how to make them. But I went to go record her and I went to go ask her. Um, and her dementia is so progressed now that she turns to me, and she goes, "We have the same conversation seven times within a minute." She'll mm-hmm. be like, "Rebecca, how's school?" I'd be like, "I'm graduated, Nana." No, no. She goes, he madon." I go, "What's up?" She goes, "Did we throw a party?" I go, "Yes, Nana. No, no, we threw a party." "Did I give you the gift?" "Yes, Nana. No, gave me the gift." "Did I give you a card?" "Yes, Nana. No, gave me the card." "Did I go to the graduation?" "Yes, Nana." No, no. So then, the five seconds later. Hey Rebecca, how's school? I go. No, no, it's great. We threw a party. We had cake. We graduated. You gave me a gift, and there was there. Was, you came to graduation, and like I just sped it up like that. And my nana was losing it, but taking advantage of her in that state and having her tell that Orchietta story over and over, it just seemed kind of like
1: mm-hmm.
0: torture. So I, I'm not gonna do it. I don't want to take advantage of her, and I think using subjects that are so personal to you, you kind of. Um, like, maybe I'm biased. Like, when I was walking into the retirement home, I go, like, this is something painful that I have to do. Because I don't like talking to my nana." some days. It's something painful I have to do for my art practice. This is an endurance thing. Because mm-hmm. holy shit would that video have been long. Yeah. She would have talked about it for easily an hour. But you don't you think it would have been super impactful? Like, to It have would have been impactful, but there? do you think that it being impactful is more important than my nana's like, dignity? Like, to catch her in that state of not being able to remember of, like, being really, really silly, like, she says, like, I'm drunk without drinking, and she'll, like, stumble over her words, or she'll forget words, or she'll slip into Italian, and, like, she considered herself, like, a super intelligent lady, so, like, for me to catch her recorded, like, she doesn't even like pictures of her now, because she doesn't look like she used to, so, like, to catch her voice, like, sounding, like, really really confused like not knowing where she is and she'd say like let's go cook and I'd be like no no you don't have a kitchen like you don't have a stove like we can't cook we have to she goes well why am why aren't I living at home and then I have to explain to her why she's not living at home and it's like this whole mm-hmm. roundabout thing which like aging like you can age with dignity but it's really really hard when you have dementia and mm-hmm. I think that she's in a spot where she still has that and she mm-hmm. still has her personality so to take advantage of her it's just probably
1: like taking advantage of her yeah, that's fair. I'm not, like, questioning you on that. I just think, um... I don't know, I just think it'd be an interesting piece to still yeah. consider. I, I don't know, maybe, yeah. I, I, again, I can't relate to that experience, and...
0: Yeah, I, I think, think it's... I think other people who have had aging... I've had a lot of people age, and, I'd like, me, if I was had dementia and my, like, grandkid was an artist, I'd be like, fucking record me.
1: I'd be like, what are we doing today? What are we doing today,
0: motherfuckers? Yeah. But, like, um... Yeah, my mom was such, like a proud lady. So like, I don't mm-hmm. like I I went in there being like, this is something painful I have to do it for my practice. Mm-hmm. And then I was looking at her, and she she said that graduation thing like four times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to upset her, by because I knew if I asked her how to make pasta, then she'd want to make pasta. Mm-hmm. Then I had to explain to her why she can't make the pasta, and get into this whole thing. Like we were yeah. arguing with her about the cleaning lady for like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Why I need cleaning lady? No, no.
1: Can't clean. Why I can't clean? Take me five minutes. We go, no, no, you can't. You don't know where any of the stuff is. Could you even just record your conversation with her? Like, do you have to drive the conversation? Could it just be your experience with her? Like... It would be so boring. It would just be the same conversation
0: every five minutes. I could just loop it and there would be no difference. <laughs> I could just loop one minute of my nunna talking and it would be the same thing, except every once in a while she'd be like, E
1: look a tree. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's, that's I weird. think using subjects
0: that are really close to you, like, that are other people. It's really, really, really complicated. Mm-hmm. And I think my dad would be really embarrassed to have his nana or his mom um, like that. Because mm-hmm. she wouldn't be able to consent is what yeah, it is. Yeah, she true. wouldn't be able to consent. Mm-hmm. Like if I asked my grandma, my grandma would be like, yeah, what the hell, why not? Mm-hmm. My grandma's with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think she like still plays tennis. <laughs> it's
1: a very hip sport, tennis. Oh, Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it makes me mean, you think of, there's um, Nan Golden who talked about last, or we talked about yeah. with photography, she did a picture of a woman with dementia yeah. in the photo, and then we had this discussion about consent and what you need to do to consent to. Well,
0: technically, like, I'm my, you like blood, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think I have, not power of attorney, but like, I have more, I have more of an understanding of what she would consent to and what she would not consent to. Mm-hmm. And it's my conscience. I think my dad has power of attorney, so I've asked my dad if mm-hmm. she would consent to it. My dad said it would be okay, but I just didn't think it'd be right.
1: Yeah, that's fair. And you have that's morals fair. with subject, too, like painting yeah. of young girls, like we talked about in the last mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, and, like, choosing a subject... Yeah, and it, like we said, choosing a subject depends on, like, how your viewer's gonna react to it. Oh, yeah. So you know if you choose a risque subject, if you choose someone with dementia, if you choose, yeah, exactly. like, a small child, you know that you're... Um, audience is going to react in a certain way. And I guess yeah. that's, like, for me, that's why I chose, like, furniture is such a nice subject because it doesn't... Do you think that it's, like, like, removed? There's no it's politics? Re- there's an element of, yeah, there's an element of removal and there's an element of, like, uh, it's a body without, like, the implications of a body. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about skin color or gender yeah, or... Yeah, it can just be, like, this is a body, but not a body. It's also a representation yeah, of space. That's smart. So it's both space and body at the same time. Mm. I think that's why I approach furniture in the way, like, using it within works and, like, using it within paintings as well made sense because using them as, like, both objects and bodies. So it made sense to make them subject of paintings because paintings both include objects and bodies, and yeah. that's pretty easy conclude like easy t- comparison in my mind to go forward. But um I think it's like complicating them and then un- like making that a more dynamic something mm-hmm. more complicated for the viewer and to like abstract it more. That makes sense. I don't know. That's that's where my head's at. No, I get days. I get
0: the body thing and I think that that's smart because seeing Sam use um women as subjects in her ice cream series that was up at the Gladstone like she had a friend who um not came out, but just, like, said to her, like, yeah, I'm gender neutral. And Sam's like, fuck, I can't use your <laughs> photos anymore, but here you go. Mm-hmm. So, um, she, they got cool photos of <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. eating ice cream. Mm-hmm. But Sam couldn't use them. And then, um, she had the problem of, she had too many white women, mm-hmm. and, well, thank goodness we had, like, people who weren't white mm-hmm. They were willing to come eat ice cream. Yeah. But that's something you have to think about when you're using humans, humans mm-hmm. as subjects.
1: Yeah, human subjects are hard, and I think mm-hmm. that's why, like, I don't use human subjects so much in my work, is, like, I don't find, like, it's not that human stories aren't interesting, and I do find humans very interesting, mm-hmm. but I think it's easier to use a subject like that and then abstract it, you know, like, it's yeah. easier to abstract And I that's what I'm it. trying to do with my, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out a way, I think I might
0: play her opera music in the background.
1: Mm. Yeah. I think, I also think something interesting about your piece is like this idea of remembrance. Like, I yeah, feel like remembrance I, is also subtly yeah, waving Yeah, remembering in there. the idea of the same action repeated over and over as mm-hmm. a way of
0: remembering. Mm-hmm. So I sewed um, peanuts together for my nonetheless sit and sew. So, mm-hmm. I think, um, again, the Dementia, cycling and cycling and cycling and cycling and cycling and cycling and getting stuck in that mm-hmm. is really really frustrating, and I think that mm, yeah. the idea. I never of,
1: thought about that. Oh yeah, it's it's just oh, constantly yeah. yeah, over and over and that's over. That's a over. cool dynamic in the piece, though. Like her rep- repetition with her. Dementia. And the past, yeah. so yeah. So I was going insane. to loop her. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I might um, loop some opera.
1: Mm-hmm. Instead. Yep.
0: Oh, she'd be so embarrassed if I recorded her singing opera. You. It's so bad. She'd sing it with her. Oh my god, it's so bad. <laughs> I don't know the words, but she knows all the words, but like her voice just like cracks.
1: Mm.
0: And my no no's like eyes are like halfway behind <laughs> It's like, oh my god. Oh
1: my goodness. They sound like a character. Oh characters. Yeah. Characters
0: and characters. Mm. But I think um using people as caricatures is dangerous and I was worried I was getting into
1: yeah territory area mm-hmm. instead of um, the complex lady that she is. Whereas if you use furniture as characters, <laughs> you don't worry about any of that shit. <laughs> they can be characters. Yeah, they can. They're characters. Yeah. Yeah, I think also like I like using objects because I do like my work to be more like objective. Like I like it to be more about like someone's experience and not, like, being able to relate to human, like, mm. relate to human and human experience, but more relating to, like, a more objective... Aesthetic Aesthetic experience? experience, yeah. That makes sense. Like, it's easier to... When you create a composition with dancing couches versus dancing people, you're not like, oh, I wonder where those people are from, or <laughs> yeah, what are they're exactly. doing, or blah, 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 It's like, no, 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 like, it's not about that. It's, it's about... It's just about the action of dancing and having fun and a playful composition. Yeah, exactly. And this idea of, like... What does that mean for the space? Like, the space that the objects are within is an empty space, but that space doesn't exist. And But like, but you feel like it does. Yeah. In this weird way. Weird way. Weird way.
0: Especially in a 2D um, medium. Yeah. Just working then, with gifs and painting. mm mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Like, you could yeah.
0: work in 3D gifts, but I think they work so well as 2D.
1: Yeah, I think they're, right now they're working well as, like, flat characters, and they're going to go somewhere else, but I think right now they're kind of interesting as playing mm-hmm. with color, and I think color is also interesting. Yeah. I think color is also really a big interest right now, so I think that's why I haven't switched. Using
0: color as a subject? Well, you're using the colors, sampling the colors straight from Ikea Oh mm-hmm. <gasps> Yo, I forgot about that idea. Caroline scanned these beautiful pictures of oh, IKEA yes. magazines
1: and zoomed in on them, and they look so bad. IKEA, I, I don't know what it is about artists in IKEA, but we fucking love it. It's, it's just, just that the, mass-produced, like, oh, yo, you want, like, a thousand chairs? Like, mm-hmm. I got you a thousand chairs. And it's just, like, the epicenter of, like, both commodity and, like, Class, repi- no. repetition, commodity, and aesthetics all together. Also, have you place. been in IKEA?
0: It's I want to explore seven bathrooms all at
1: once. Fuck Yeah. Okay, so good, so good, but yeah, I think there's um, there's an easy way to explore color with them and like, mm-hmm. I use them like yeah, maybe they're like a um, I I don't know. Sometimes I think of them more like a block in which I'm like using them to explore different aesthetics, and they're just like it, almost fell off my chair. Rebecca almost wiped out. <laughs> How funny would that be if we caught that on the
0: recording? Just me being like, holy holy I you probably can hear the inhale of me being
1: like. Rebecca almost died. Um, but yeah, I think they're like an easy way to explore different mediums and like different stuff like that. Like different, just, just different ways to explore. That makes sense. Yup. Yep. Differences in Rebecca and I. Yeah, actually though. And it's really funny
0: because we went to the same school, so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's a nice, a nice thing that shows that we're not zombies of the machine. <laughs> We got products
1: of the machine. Of the machine. Um. Do you want to do what's in the warehouse? Yeah, I was just gonna say what's 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 do. your what's in your warehouse? What's what's in my warehouse? Um. Oh boy, uh, you're making me go first. We went to the power plant opening this oh, week. Like that, Caroline. I was busy as heck, heckin' busy. I tell ya. Really busy. Heckin' busy, but it's all some cool stuff. I thought the stitching stuff was really cool. Oh, the stitching stuff was so nice. Oh my gosh. Do you want to tell the story? Uh, you
0: tell the story. I don't know what story you're talking about. So what you said Okay, so... What's her name?
1: I'm pulling up my Instagram. While Rebecca pulls up her Instagram, I'll pour everyone another glass of wine. Uh, Atia.
0: And that's probably a butchering of her name. Mm-hmm. Um, her show was... Um, she stapled the cracks in the power plant floor. And one of the staples had fallen out. So us, being concerned artists, went to put the staple back in, and I was stomping on the staple to secure it, and one of the gallery assistants came over and started yelling at us going,
1: no 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 mm.
0: and we're like oh my gosh oh my gosh, my gosh, my gosh. <laughs> oh we're, we're putting it back we're putting it back we're not taking it out we're putting it back we're not taking it out because I went to go see I used my finger to see if it would so wiggle mm-hmm. and she goes which one was it I'm like I don't know like I stomped it back in mm-hmm. and eventually we figured out which one it was I'm like it's this one here she go, and she was so embarrassed because she was fully younger than us <laughs> um she's like oh shit sorry but like we
1: look really young from like a distance I think I oh. don't know. Um, uh, I don't know what happened <laughs> in the Were you there for that? Well, I kind of... As as soon as she said, no, 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 no. I was like, I'm outie. I don't know what's going on. I'm out. I don't want to be in trouble. I just came here to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just came here to have a good time, and I'm feeling really <laughs> attacked right now. Um, yeah, so we fixed that. Mm-hmm. And the best was, these ladies were like, talking about... There was these vacuum-sealed uh, books talking about, like, preserving history and whatever. Um, I didn't find them super interesting. But these ladies were like oh and, blah, 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 blah. and they were being like very intellectual about it and, like really over the top like talking really loudly so everyone mm. can hear and they walk into the next room and they go I don't get it <laughs> just, it's just an empty room and there's all these people and right away I look at the floor and I go oh, and yeah. I like breathe in and then they saw where I was looking and they go oh I understand and then they go on and on about all this stuff and I'm like mm.
1: oh my god it was yeah. so funny
0: yeah, the floors were so good. The floors are really, really they were tight. Good. The railroad ties were nice. We didn't see any of the videos, but we're. I think I'm going back tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I'm, I might roll back tomorrow as well. See that? So go check it out. Go to the power plant. Check out plan, the in power plant.
0: Also, I will put a link to one of the one of our first episodes was about.
1: You know, honestly, fair. What were we talking about? Episode of mm-hmm. what? What were we talking about? Give me the words. I need the, the words. Power Michael Landy. Yeah. What was that episode called? Uh, appropriation?
0: Appropriation, thank you. Appropriation, appropriation question mark. Wait, did we do question mark at the beginning of this episode? Yeah, I, I said question mark, I'm pretty sure. Did I not? I don't know, I forget. But anyway, um, so Michael Andy, one of the speakers that came to the power plant a couple, like a month ago, was like, what the fuck, and pretty much said all the shit that I had been saying. <laughs> Grace tagged in it.
1: Basically, Rebecca and I are famous art critics now. <laughs> so look us up. Um,
0: they were legitimate arguments. I'm saying that she did not listen to this podcast, came to the same conclusion as I did by looking at it for five seconds. Yeah. And she talked about how she went back and looked at his other things and was like, "What the fuck? This doesn't
1: even. This still doesn't make any sense." The medium to me literally doesn't make any sense. Like, why is it on paper? Go back, why is it just up? Our why our appropriation does it make any sense. Go to the power plant.
0: Check it out. Go online. It's a scandal.
1: Um. What else? I'm. I did I say I was making iPhone backgrounds in the last episode? I can't uh remember.
0: you can say you're making iPhone backgrounds.
1: Well, right I'm now. making phone backgrounds in general. If you have a smartphone and you want a background, h- h- oh, hit I'm me remembering up.
0: this. We did this. Hit um me up. Or not a smartphone. Like we can tape it to your flip phone. Yeah, we
1: can tape it to. Your... <laughs> I'm still doing those, and um, I reorganized the kitchen. I you're welcome. The kitchen. It looks so good. You're welcome. Um. <laughs>
0: so my um. What's in the warehouse is uh. Me and my dad went to IKEA. Oh yeah, uh, it was Love good. That shit. We bought some throw pillows for him. He loves those throw pillows. Uh, I stole the other throw pillows, the old ones. Now my bed looks fancy as fuck. <laughs> but um, the reason we went to IKEA was because I'm gonna shoot this video. It'll be up soonish. Um, whenever I have time off, which is never, <laughs> uh, to buy lamps, and we went and bought IKEA lamps, and I'm gonna use as a light kit. And they're like these weird, like lamps that like swivel and stuff. Nathan would be so proud. high think <laughs> He'd be like, what the fuck, Rebecca, are making an um lamps? But they, they're they gonna work. They work now. Um, they're just my desk lamp right now and over top of Posey's litter box so she can mm-hmm. see while she poops.
1: Psst. Spoiled cat. <laughs> <laughs> Gets her own fucking lamp to poop. She loves it. You know what? Yeah. She's worth it. Easy breezy beautiful. All right. Um, do you want to do the credits? Because I'm terrible at doing the credits. Yeah, sure. Caroline's pretty bad at doing the credits.
0: Um... <laughs> So, the last episode was edited by me, and this episode's going to be edited by me because we keep recording real last minute, and Andrea is a mastermind and needs, like, at least two days to yeah. edit this. So, that's why the quality's been a, a little... Um. Hopefully, we will start recording earlier so that Andrea Elman Pastor will be our editor. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast is produced by Can us. <laughs> Caroline Popiel. <laughs> and Rebecca Casolino. Uh... I'm Rebecca Castellino. And I'm Carolyn Popiel, And this has been Honestly Fair. See you guys next week. Bye, Mom. Bye, kids. Talk to you later. Go back and listen to The Appropriation. Hit us up on Patreon. That's it. Goodbye. <laughs>